Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, December 16th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Inflation causing financial misery for millions of Americans. Crime in San Francisco spiraling out of control. Church membership in America falling to record lows. And the shopping deal at the grocery store may be a thing of the past. Also ahead, Hillary Clinton still wants to be president. But first, researchers at the University of Pennsylvania say surging inflation will cost most U.S. households about $3,500 this year alone. Economists urging families to allocate 7% of their income to increased costs. The high prices disproportionately hurt poor people, of course, who spend most of their money on necessities like gas, groceries, utilities. Experts predicting it will cost Americans 50% more to heat their homes this winter. Unbelievable. Residents in San Francisco taking drastic measures to protect their cars. Drivers now leaving their windows down when parking so criminals don't smash the glass trying to break in. Local police say that action will increase theft and allow homeless people to sleep in the vehicles. Car robberies in San Francisco up 32%, increasing 750% in popular tourist neighborhoods like Fisherman's Wharf. Why would anyone go to San Francisco? The percentage of Americans belonging to a house of worship, a church, dropping below 50% for the first time on record. A new poll from Pew says 29% of people in the USA have no religious affiliation at all. That's up from 19% a decade ago. Less than a third of the public say they feel a personal connection with a higher power. 7% of Americans describe themselves as hardcore atheists. A new survey from one poll says 55% of adults will stop going to the grocery store mostly. They're going to have groceries delivered or pick them up curbside. Local supermarket sales down 20% since COVID hit. Inflation also causing shoppers to buy food in bulk at places like Costco, Walmart, or on the net. Price of meat, by the way, up 20% compared to last year. In a moment, don't look now. Hillary Clinton is making plans. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off 
by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Any logical, intelligent person knows the Biden administration is in trouble with the voters. Very little is going right in Washington, D.C. And Hillary Clinton certainly knows that. So we are beginning to hear more from her. On December 2nd, she said, quote, Trump's effort to subvert our democracy is ongoing in states around the country. Okay, but she said that five years ago. So why the replay? On December 13th, Hillary again brought up Donald Trump. Quote, he seems to be setting himself up to run, and if he's not held accountable, he gets to do it again. I think that could be the end of our democracy. Unquote. Now, some say the Republican Party is evil, and Hillary Clinton is one of those who are putting that forth. Quote from her, honestly, they have hung their spines up on the wall as they walk into their offices. They have no conscience. They have no spine. So what is this all about? Why the diatribes from Mrs. Clinton? Simple. She wants to run for president again. In 2016, Donald Trump got 304 electoral votes, Hillary 227, but she beat Trump in the popular vote by 3 million, thanks to California. So she's stewing. She believes that she can beat Donald Trump, and she knows that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are on the ropes. So, here she comes. Hillary Clinton senses acute weakness in her own party. And she looks around and doesn't see a lot of competition outside of Biden and Harris, and we discuss that they are in trouble. On the Democratic roster, there really isn't anybody else. So, it is very possible that Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump may meet again in the 2024 presidential campaign. Can you believe this? The one thing that might stop that is if Michelle Obama were to get into politics. Now, there's no indication that she will do that. But if she did, that would change everything. But here's the problem for Mrs. Obama. If she does start to move in the political direction, that signal will severely damage the Biden administration, of which she is a supporter, and so is her husband. In fact, some people think Barack Obama is really running the country. So I'm basically sitting back watching Hillary Clinton gather steam, resurface with provocative quotes, and set herself up to say, here I am, Democratic Party, if the Biden administration completely falls apart, which it may. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com, and you'll love our Christmas store. In a moment, something you might 
not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 248 years ago today, a group of rebellious colonists in Massachusetts approached three British ships docked in Boston Harbor. The men, dressed as Mohawk Indians, boarded the vessels under cover of darkness and dumped thousands of dollars of cargo into the sea. The event will be forever known as the Boston Tea Party. Here is the story. The Midnight Raid was organized by Patriot Samuel Adams. Beginning in 1773, the English crown imposed new taxes on tea and other goods that were imported to North America. When three tea ships, the Dartmouth, the Eleanor, and the Beaver, arrived in Boston Harbor, the colonists demanded the products be returned to England. The royal governor of Massachusetts ordered local merchants to purchase the tea so members of a rebel organization, the Sons of Liberty, hatched their plan. At midnight, 60 men wearing Indian outfits, as I mentioned, to conceal their identities, boarded the boats and dumped 350 containers of tea into the Atlantic Ocean. Outraged by the blatant destruction of British property, London enacted the Coercive Acts, also known as the Intolerable Acts, in 1774. The English crown closed Boston to merchant shipping, established formal British military rule in Massachusetts, made English officials immune to criminal prosecution in America, and required all colonists to house royal troops, which, of course, made the colonists even angrier. The Tea Party was the first major act of defiance against London by the North Americans. It rallied American patriots across the 13 colonies to fight for independence. And here's something else you might not know. While broadly popular with the American public at the time, the Boston Tea Party was scorned by a few founding fathers who didn't want a direct confrontation with England. Benjamin Franklin demanded the Sons of Liberty reimburse the British East India Company. George Washington wrote in 1774 he was disappointed that, quote, Bostonians had gone mad. Now this. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. <laughs>